You're listening to the All In Podcast with your hosts, Shane and Blake, giving you a new perspective on the dental industry. Are you ready to go all in? Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. And welcome to the All In Podcast, the podcast that brings you a new perspective on the dental industry and sometimes other stuff. And today's topic is going to be other stuff, right? We're going to be talking about some some stuff on presentations, right? How to make a good presentation, how to uh, structure it po- properly, how to communicate properly in your presentation, whether it's a sales presentation, a, a case presentation to a patient, maybe you're doing uh, lecturing to an audience, right? Different formats. Maybe it's presentation in, internal into your company to create some sort of change, right? So we're going to discuss a lot of my previous mistakes, a lot of things I notice when being presented to that are either I think is great or that's a huge pet peeve of mine. We'll get into all those kind of best practices. Sorry, no guest today uh, and no Blake. He's still MIA, but but he'll be back, I think. I keep saying that and he still hasn't shown up. He's lazy. But let's just break into this, folks. Let's go into presentations because I've done thousands of presentations in my career, whether it be lecturing, whether it be uh, sales presentations would would be the main category there. Uh, A lot of internal presentations to teams and things like that. Uh, So I've had a lot of experience with this and I made so many mistakes along the way and continually tried to improve and get better. And that's really the thing here. Some of the things I'm going to tell you and teach you today, um, take it or leave it. But if you take a few little pearls and apply that to your presentation, I promise you, you will only continue to get better. Because one of the things that I've noticed over the years, whether I'm watching somebody else present or I'm being presented to, is that it's a canned presentation. That's the number one pet peeve. Same thing every time to everybody, right? And to me, that's kind of annoying. I like to, we'll call it custom presentation for everybody, which requires more work, but more, let's call it personalized, right? I always like to put whoever I'm speaking to is, picture or name or uh, like say on the first slide, their logo for their company or brand or whatever that may be. So they can kind of feel like it's, it's, I took the time to make it for them. And maybe it's only the first slide that's different, right? But I also like to do a lot of research on the front end, who I'm talking to, what their interests may be, right? Uh, The more information I, I know, I can assume, right, that I should aim one direction or the other when I'm presenting, right? If I know more about them, I know what they're, again, I'm assuming I know. Now I'll tell you, teach you some more stuff in a minute, how you can prevent just assuming and know what they want to hear. Um, but I do want to hit on a few points, right? So let's just start from the beginning. All right, when I'm giving a presentation, and by the way, this could be a virtual presentation. It can be in person. And I would highly recommend, especially the salespeople out there, start getting comfortable with virtual presentations. Number one, be good at the setup. If it's WebEx, if it's Zoom, if it's one of the other billion platforms out there, make sure that if you're the one presenting, you know how to operate that because there's nothing worse than somebody flipping around, fumbling around. And by the way, I know because I've done it, not knowing how to share a PowerPoint, not knowing how to play a video. It's it's time killing. It's annoying. And especially if you're presenting like a CEO or somebody who's pretty high level, they don't have a lot of time to begin with. So you definitely don't want to waste that time. So make sure you know how to operate that system, right? Or if you're giving a PowerPoint or a lecture, make sure you bring in backup stuff so you have all the connectors, right, plugs, so you can work with any scenario. Just be prepared. That's number one. Number two, think about what is your goal. Before you ever get to the presentation where you're creating it, what's the goal, right? If I'm setting up a meeting, let's say it's a clinician, right? And I've got this amazing new widget 
that I think will improve their practice, right? What is my number one goal coming out of that meeting? Is it an immediate purchase right then and there? Is it maybe to get them to an education course on that product? Is it, what is your goal? Understand you want to have a, a, a primary goal, a secondary goal, and uh, what is it, tertiary? A third goal, right? <laughs> that, that you're okay with, like, you know, good, better, best scenarios of coming out of the meeting. So when you have that, like, this is where I'm trying to get to, then, then that leads you to how you want to present. And most presentations are like writing an essay, right? You want to start with an introduction, who's here, why we're here, all that, an agenda, here's what we're going to cover. And in the agenda, you want to stay really high level. Hey, we're going to be talking about the products that our, our company offers, right? We're going to talk about some of the education opportunities that we offer, and we're going to be covering, I don't know, uh, additional services that we offer, right? So you want to stay high level and say, we're, here's what we're going to do. And then I'm going to present on all those things. And then at the end, we're going to wrap it up saying, here's what I presented on and then go lead into whether it's a close or, or the next action item, right? So it's the structure. That's how essays are done. Introduction, high level. Here's the segments that we're going to talk about, right? You don't want to get too detailed at this point. Then you break into those sections, each section you present on, and you go in more detail about each section. And then you wrap it up telling them, here's what we just talked about, right? So having the right construction of a presentation is very important as well. And it's pretty basic. It's look up essay writing. It's not dissimilar. Um, a couple things when you're creating slides, right? Understand that you are the content too. It's not just what's on your slides. Have you ever seen somebody present and there's no images, there's no video. It's just like a million words on a slide. Dude, I can't even. Like, I can't even hear you because I'm sitting there like barely trying to read this thing, pay attention. What happens when we're try trying to process information, right? Especially reading a lot of words on a slide. Um, you don't retain as much when you're reading as you do when you're listening or even better seeing a video or seeing somebody present. And then if you're reading the exact words that are on the slide, oh my God, <laughs> like, bro, then just send me your deck and I'll read it myself. Like, oh my God, I'm so bored. It's not good, right? No images, nothing, right? Less is more, okay? This is very, very important. Less is more. And let me give you an example. Um, I hope my wife's not listening to this particular episode because we, ha we have this battle all the time, right? Something that I can say in five words, she might take 50 words to say. Now, this doesn't mean that I'm better at getting a point across than her. Just so you know, honey, if you're listening, I I'm sorry. But as a general rule, she likes to give as much detail as possible on every single thing, no matter what. And for me, being the ADD guy that I am, it's hard for me to understand or stick with her the whole time. I'm sitting there like leaning in like, okay, get to the punchline, get to the point, right? It's very difficult for me. And I would say most uh, high-level execs and things like that, as a general rule, they're time-strapped, right? So, so they want to hear the bullet points. Think bullet points on a slide less words is better, right? You want, use the words you want to draw attention to and action items on, right? But fill in the details. You are the details, right? So they, they pay attention. You're adding value now. I don't have to just, you're not just reading the words on a slide. It shows me that you know what you're talking about too, that you can give me all those different details. And I may not care about those details either, right? I just want the bullet points. So in slides, I, I think I want to encourage you for the most part to do your best to Less words on a slide is better than way too many words on a slide. Also, research shows that if you put an image on a slide or on a website or anything, 
it will re- people will retain the information better, pay more attention to it, even if the picture doesn't ha- correlate to anything of the information on the slide, which is weird. Uh, but I would encourage if you can add an image of some sort, ideally you want it to connect with whatever information is on the slide that you do so. So wherever you can, you want to do that as well. So little tips and tricks there. Um, you also want the flow to go in the direction that you want it to go. So the layout and setup of the presentation is very important. But I mentioned high level, right? Less is more. But what else is important when you have, you're talking to like, a, let's call it a C-suite, right? C-level executive or, or a doctor who's extraordinarily busy. Maybe they own a bunch of practices, whatever it may be. Um, or it's your audience that you're lecturing to. It's important for them to feel like they're in control and that this is something of interest to them. Now, depending on how you set up this thing, right? How did you set it up? Do they, do they know what you're presenting on? Maybe they do. You, maybe you assume they do. But I would recommend at the beginning when you do your introduction, right? Hello, thank you for your time today. Hey, we, we're scheduled for 30 minutes, right? Say it's to 11.30. It's, it's 11 o'clock right now. I just want to confirm, uh, Mr. and Mrs. CEO, that you do have all 30 minutes. I want to be you know, really respectful of your time because I know you are busy. Um, is that the case? And they're going to tell you, actually, I've got 15 minutes, right? Now, that may be a bummer for you, but it's better for you to know then that you have 15 minutes as opposed to them cutting you off after 15 minutes and you didn't get to the like the bang, right? You didn't get to the part of the presentation that you know that would have closed, right? So it allows you to change the way you're going to do it on the fly. Hey, I'm going to fast forward through some of these sections and you can tell them you're going to, hey, because you're strapped on time, I may seem like I'm talking quickly or, or glazing over some of this. And the reason I'm doing so is because I want to be respectful of your time. So now it's in the balls in their court. Hey, this is the reason I'm doing it this way. But it's very important. You need to know what you're working with, right? And here's the cool part. Maybe they're just BSing you. Maybe they just not don't think they're interested yet. It's a great buying signal or it's a great I'm interested signal if they you know, you get to that point and they're asking questions and they stick around longer. Then you knew they were probably full of it, <laughs> but that you did a really good job because they are interested. So always start with, hey, I just want to be respectful of your time. I want to make sure that, hey, 30 minutes, do we have 30 minutes? Okay, perfect, right? Great. Because I can't stand it when I tell somebody that I have 30 minutes and then it's like they're trying to go farther and farther. I'm like, dude, I told you, I got to go. And it feels awkward trying to pull away. Don't do that to anybody. You don't want them to feel awkward because later on they may not want to deal with you because of that awkward feeling, right? They don't want to have to go through that again. So be very respectful of people's time. Also, when you're opening um, up, I, I, I can't stand it when somebody just goes straight in the presentation. Like somebody's trying to sell me anything, sell me something, right? They're get, They're hoping they guess spot on that they got exactly what I want and what they're about to tell me, like they're, they're praying that because they don't actually know, right? Unless they ask. And here's the cool trick. All you have to do is ask. <laughs> like not difficult to do. Uh, obviously, Mr. And Mrs. CEO, Mr. Mrs. Mrs. Executive, uh, let me ask you, what is your expectation? What do you assume is about to happen here? I just want to know, what do you know about my company? What do you know about the product that we're about to talk about? Now, they're going to tell you, I, I know nothing, right? Or they may say, oh, I, I, you know, I came from this place over here and I used to use your product for years. I'm very familiar with it. I'm excited to know more about X, Y, and Z. So now they just told you what they want to know about too, right? So it's important to say too, you know, maybe after you've done, hey, 
what's your expectations. Now you know what, what to expect, what their, uh, their knowledge level is on what you're about to present because that helps as well because it may allow you to skip over certain parts or not take too much time on something that's going to bore them that they already know tons about, but you have that information now. So just ask. It's not hard. And now you know what they want too. So when you're saying, well, uh, Mr. Mrs. Executive, um, yeah, so here's the three topics that we're going to talk on today. It's product, it's education, and it's price. Does that sound good to you? It sounds great. Of those, what's the most important to you? Well, honestly, uh, I want to learn more about the education. I really want to dive deep there. Okay, great. Right? So if that's their main area that they're so much interested, you know where to go into more depth and details, right? I want to stay high level in most of these as much as possible, especially intro slides, right? So let's say I've done my agenda and now here's the section on education. I actually do a subsection saying, here's the different areas in education that we're going to talk about. Which one's the most concerned of you? Oh, I want team training. That's what I'm, okay, great, right? I may actually skip over sections. I actually, there's a little button you can push. You can right click on the slides when you're creating a PowerPoint, it can hide it, but it allows you to unclick that and bring it back up. And why do you do that? Well, I've been in presentations uh, before where I was kind of evaluating somebody else presenting and they uh, went into so much detail on one course or one product and didn't have a chance to get to the others. They went so detailed on that. And turns out the person wasn't even interested in that particular thing, which only gave like a minute or two for the thing they were actually interested in, right? So you want to have that information available to dive deeper into if you get interest there, if they tell you they're interested, if they start leaning in, if you can, you know, call it neurolinguistics, right? The way they move, the way their face, if they're not paying attention, you can tell they're not interested, right? Move along move along. That's one of the worst things you can do is continue to ramble, which is something I do really well, on a topic that nobody cares about, right? Why on earth would you do that, right? Give them what they want, right? Give them what they want. It draws more interest. And then they're going to be more uh, amenable to listening to other things that they may not have thought they were interested in, but you've already brought them value because you talked about what they asked you to talk about, right? They're going to be more accepting to like, you know, I wasn't really interested in product, but why don't you go ahead and show me that now? That'd be a cool. Um, so another good trick, not a trick. It's a best practice. Ask, stay high level, and then dig deeper when you need to. Don't go deep on a subject if they're not interested. Very important because you're wasting time. Um, one other thing. Do you need to go all 30 minutes? Because I'll tell you right now, if somebody get their point across to me in five minutes and, and save me another 25 minutes of my day, I like this person. They communicated exactly the message they want to communicate. I got the information I wanted to get and whatever that action item, I'm much more willing to do because you save me time, right? Because I'm busy. It's either I got time to work or I've got free time, both of which I value at a very high level, right? So you've given me back part of that time. Don't feel that you have to use all the time. You don't. If you can get your point across quicker, you're better, right? You're better. Now, I will say there's a difference there. When you're talking about if you're a lecturer in CE, you want to fill in with great content uh, for those two hours because they may want to get the two hours of CE. But nobody really gets mad if you leave early. People might get annoyed if they have to stay late, right? Unless it's just a kick-ass concert or something like that, right? Uh, or you're just like that badass lecturer and and people will stick around forever. And, and listen, those are the best, right? Those are the best where you just can't get enough of this person speaking to you or teaching you, right? That's the goal. But in a, especially when you're talking about sales, right? Less is more, right? Less is more. Give them the information they need that gives the message that you want to give and then 
shut up. (laughs) And I want to highlight this again. Less is more, less is more, less is more. Do not ramble if you don't need to. Don't do it. I don't need every detail and everything unless I want to dig deep in that. Now, there are some people who are going to want every detail and everything. You can ask, hey, I just presented that particular piece of information. Um, Is that interesting to you? You can ask if they're interested in the middle of your presentation. Hey, would you like more clarification on it? No, I'm good. I'm good, man. Okay, that's my sign to move it along. Yeah, actually, uh, I do have a question on this particular thing you just mentioned. Okay, now we go in deeper, right? So less words on the slide. I've got some images and now I'm drawing them. I'm making, I'm pulling them into the presentation and I am the content. I am the expert. That's why you're here. Now, when you're about to wrap your presentation, Dr. So-and-so, right? We just spoke about education, products, and then services, right? Um, Did you get all the information that you needed on those things? I think so. You think so? Which one was the most interesting to you? Well, really, I didn't think about the product stuff, but that product, that widget you talked about, oh my God, that widget's really cool. Great. What was so cool about it to you? What problem does it solve for you? What issue? Ask the questions. You can ask questions while you're presenting. In fact, I encourage you to do so because it makes them interact with you, right? If they're just sitting there listening the whole time, you're not here to hear yourself talk, right? You're here to give that person the information that will make them do whatever it is that you think you want them to do, right? Now, when you close, what's always awkward about a presentation is when you close, and I've sat on some of these, I've done some of these, I've done plenty of them, where it was like, I didn't think about the action item at the end. Like, what did I want them to do? (laughs) Right? Like, oh. So I close, okay, thank you. Okay, bye. Right? Like, there's no follow-up, there's no nothing. It's like, I screwed up bad, right? And that leads back to the beginning. We talked about having a game plan going at like, what's your end goal, right? So let's say in this presentation, it was to buy this widget. That's your goal. Okay, Mr. and Mrs. Executive, you know, of the information, was that that information you said that product, you said, right? Because we asked them the questions. You said that this was important to you, right? They did say that. So they've taken ownership of it now. Forgot about that little piece, right? Because you wanted this, not that I wanted you to have it. You said that you wanted this. This product, based on the things you said, solves that issue for you. Um, So you're ready to move forward then, right? Well, you know, I I do need to run it by the team. We got to look at the budgets. Okay, absolutely. So what I want to do is this. So I'm taking control again. I'm the presenter. Here's what I I think is the best step. And you tell me if I'm right or wrong. So I'm giving them control as well. Um, I'm going to send you this presentation that I just gave you today. So can I get your your direct email and can I get anybody else's email that will be involved so I can save that for you? Yeah, that would be great. Great. And who are the other decision makers? Well, it's this person, this person. Great. And so because you need to get with them, would next week work for you to follow up on the have this meeting? Well, I don't know about next week. I'm going to go on vacation, maybe two weeks. Okay. What time? Go ahead and ask them now, because if you try to email back and forth later, you're, you're delaying and it'll die, right? You want to say right now, okay, Yes, the 19th will work. Great. I'm going to go ahead and send you a calendar invite. And I'm going to send them. You want me to send the calendar invite to all of them as well, don't you? Yeah, go ahead because they'll all need to be on a call. Great. And in that call, I'll do, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do, by the way. I'm going to give you a high-level overview of what we covered because they're going to have this information as well, answer any front-end questions, and then we'll make our decision, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. So now they're in control because you asked their permission on all this and you close. So you didn't get the goal of I closed them today, but you got your secondary goal of, okay, I at least moved it forward, right? Now, also, what 
who on your team would be interested in learning more about this from an expert, right? Not just from me. I'm a sales guy. Can't trust these guys, right? But an expert in your field. Oh, that would be great. Okay, great. So which people would be interested in that? And I will forward them a video or, or a contact they can call or whatever. So I'm trying to get to my, my third goal as well, right? Whatever that is. So I want to come out with a win and a win isn't always just closing right then and there. Sometimes that's not better, right? You want them to own the, whatever they're buying or, or whatever they're learning, right? But you move this along and that should always be the goal is, you know, worst case scenario, we still moved it forward, right? We still moved it forward. Or I always have like a fourth scenario, right? Like the worst of the worst. Even if maybe I found out in the presentation, there's literally no opportunity here. That's okay. What most people do, if, if they actually see that there's not an opportunity, they're still going to push to close. Now, I can't do that. I can't sell something that I don't think is going to add value to somebody. I just never have been good at that. Um, some salespeople are good at, at, I guess, forcing an issue. I just don't do that. I have to believe that is a good solution for you. And then I have to convince you of that, right? That's my belief system. And I think it's a good one to have. I don't think you should square peg round hole. It doesn't work out better in the long run for anybody. Right, so you want to structure something, say it's not working now, right? This isn't a, a time where they're going to buy anything. So a lot of people will, will get their feelings hurt about that. They'll be mad. They'll be frustrated. They'll try to force the issue. And then they, they piss the other person off. They're presenting to like, I'm never answering the phone for them again. So what I do in those situations is say, you know what? I appreciate your time. Doesn't feel like there's a fit for you. And by the way, if it's not in your best interest, I don't want it to happen anyhow. Um, but would it be okay if we have something else that would solve an issue for you later if I can reach out to you? Absolutely. I've never had anybody sell, say no to me on that. So now I've, I've, I've created a relationship. I've, got a, I've at least expanded my network. And if there is something that I have later, I've gotten permission to contact them and create um, a new opportunity for whatever that is down the road. Don't burn bridges. Don't piss people off. Use it as an opportunity for later. No now doesn't mean no later. And that's very important to know. So we just covered a bunch of different things, right? But the main thing was talking about presentations and how to get better. And the segments that we covered there were keep it simple, keep it short. Shorter is better than longer if you can get the same message across. Use less words. Uh, be mindful of how you create your presentation to lay it out in the format in which you do so. Uh, use the best practices that we talked about in communicating with a C-suite, uh, your audience, whoever that may be, right? Being prepared is very important as well, but always start with the end in mind of the goal, right? Those are the main things that we covered today. Now, what I want you to do, and it's okay with you, I would like you to integrate some of those things that we talked about today into your next presentation, right? And if you don't do that, at least come and review this again later. And if you didn't like what I said, please let me know um, on Instagram. You go at all in podcast and just leave a, leave a message and tell me what we could have done better in this particular episode uh, to convey the information that we were trying to convey to you better. Do you guys see what I just did there? Man, I'm, man, I'm good. I could be better and I will continue to try, but short episode. Thanks for listening. Hopefully that helped you in, in some way, shape or form. Got a little pearl out of that. That will help you improve the way that you present. If you think it was terrible episode, let me know. I actually like that. I don't mind. Uh, I always want to get better as well. So thanks for listening and we'll catch you on the next All In Podcast. Thanks for listening to the All In Podcast. See you next time.